Want to know how you too can be a real son of a bitch? By listening to my goddamn fucking podcast. This is the LoadingReadyRun.com podcast for May 15th, 2008. And it's going to be kind of quiet here, unfortunately. I'm taking you back to the old school podcast days. Old school. You remember when it was just you and me doing these? We're keeping it real. Yeah. When we first started doing these podcasts, it was just me and Paul. And then occasionally, if you were very lucky and had been very, very nice to us the previous week, then uh, maybe we'd, we'd bring in a guest. Yeah, yeah. We had like the the rotating cast of characters. Yeah. Come on. Uh, um, I guess it was the Living you know, Ray Live that we... Yeah, the, we, everyone's. Well, it's, it's when we started doing meetings, so then everyone was together all in one place. We're like, well, we might as well be shooting, doing a podcast at the same time. Yeah, because before the podcasts were not weekly, they were just sort of sporadic. I mean, we tried for weekly, but if not, well, yeah. And uh, Paul and I were just like, oh, I guess we could record the podcast today or to, eh, tomorrow, maybe. No? All right. So, yeah. Uh, basically, uh, Bill and Morgan don't do podcasts anymore because they hate you uh, personally. Uh, Jer has evening classes for summer school. Uh, not like summer school because he's, you know, has like a learning disability or something, but because he's just taking solid school all year and then all summer and then all year again because he hates himself. And that happens to fall on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, Kathleen, of course, lives in Vancouver, but you knew that. And uh, Matt and James are at a concert. Also in Vancouver, isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's in town. It's in town? Yeah. So yeah, they uh, they decided not to come to the podcast for delicious, delicious cake. Yeah, delicious cake. They're going to see Cake, who is playing in town, which is cool because now that we actually have an arena, getting a lot more interesting acts here. Mm. Despite the fact that I don't actually think Cake is playing the arena. No, they're playing the, the place, Royal. No, no, they're playing the uh, the curling. Oh, the curling the club. Curling, curling club, which is behind the arena. Huh. Although, and apparently Matt was saying they hadn't necessarily sold that out. So, not a huge name act. Really? That's strange, because Cake has been around for a while. Uh, I don't know if it's really the Victoria scene. I guess not. not. So this week, our microphone situation returns to the uh, laptop, because uh, I don't have the microphones here. Because I'm not at home. And, as you may have guessed, Paul is also not at home. (laughs) Well, we could have been at my home. Oh yeah, I, uh, yeah, I guess so. But we're not there. We're not there. We're in the uh, the the secret loading ready run world orbiting underground bunker. That's right. It orbits the world from underground. It's uh, mission control, as it were. Uh, what what mission exactly? I don't know. <laughs> but it really needs control. Oh God! <laughs> if, uh, if it got out of control, yeah. And so we we are uh, yeah we'll be unveiling uh, more information about the uh, secret loading ready run orbiting underground headquarters uh, in the very near future. But but not now. Yes. Haha. <laughs> you, you totally, totally <laughs> lied about your fan not coming in. Oh yeah. Weird. Oh well, it's not being picked up by the. It's true. Background or the microphone. So anyway, this week's video, which funny story isn't actually online yet. Um. Because apparently my laptop needs RAM or hates me or something. So Probably what, a little bit of both. Yeah, so at 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 recording, uh, it's not actually online yet. We're going to assume we put it up and you all loved it, though. Yeah, 
uh, and thought it was the greatest thing ever and that we're all geniuses. So thank you. Which is, yeah, which is, I think, a pretty fair, yeah, fair assessment. Fair assessment, I think so, yeah. So it, it's um, uh, it's back to uh, a more sort of standard Loading Ready Run video after three weeks of timeliness. How about yeah, that? Yeah, very exhausting being very being timely all the time. It is. It really is. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was exhausting just doing a video a week, but doing a video a week and like keeping up with like current internet Making them relevant. events, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tricky. Oh, relevance. Yeah. So basically, this entire video uh, literally came out of a uh, uh, a very brief exchange when uh, Kathleen was over uh, last weekend um, when we were shooting Iron Man, uh, and uh, we went into the to uh, brush our teeth in the morning, which and the bathroom is directly across the hallway from Matt's room. And so, and both the doors were open and Kathleen was like, Hey Matt, I'm using your toothpaste. And he was like, Oh, you son of a bitch. And I, was, I was like, Hey uh, Matt, I'm, I'm also using your toothpaste and actually have been for a couple days. And he was like, Oh, you son of a bitch. And then, uh, then, uh, and comedy bloomed from there. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, like we finished brushing our teeth and I was like, all right, I gotta go to the bathroom. Closed the door, went to the bathroom, opened the door back up, and I was like, all right, so this is how the video goes. <laughs> it was just sort of like, I see how we can work this in. I like, I like, I think this is, this is very much, uh, you know, uh, in the same area as like, obviously, three PS3s, mm. uh, or even failure to some extent, right? It's like this, yeah. a very simple concept, but somebody just driving the point into the ground to the point yeah. of absolute, you know just yeah really really driving that point home yeah and uh, uh matt case. yeah matt obviously uh doesn't actually care that much uh however i think he did a fantastic job um i, I actually i really love the like the, the toothpaste right like it, it's, yeah. it's great because it's not something that's it's, it's not even that bad it's just it's, it's not, just that's not, not something that's bad that bad and it's um you know not not something that you would sort of typically yeah in like a sort of roommate fighting situation and it and i just i personally enjoy and this is what i found so funny originally when i was thinking about it is that it's not like step one don't use my toothpaste or you know like how to be a son of a bitch step one use my toothpaste uh step two um you know make all my dishes dirty you know it, it's no it's just it's just the toothpaste it just really bothers him i i like to imagine that it's like been uh you know it is obviously not that bad a problem but the thing is it's been happening consistently yeah for like six months yeah. <laughs> and matt has been over those six months have been trying to drop hints trying to trying to do things to sort of subtly get it across and then he's like fuck it let's you know yeah <laughs> and uh yeah matt did a great job of uh being very annoyed yes and uh he, i imagine once again we're projecting here because we don't know what your actual responses are, but I imagine there's been some, some, uh, uh, what I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, coin a word here, Matt lash. Um, yeah. Uh, so Matt backlash on we, the, uh, uh, we were uh, talking about, uh, a couple of days ago, uh, that, uh, matitude, right. As, an, as another word, matitude. Yeah. He, yeah. He really cranked up the matitude for this video. Yeah. It's is good. For some reason, the word, uh, the name Matt, lends itself very well to uh basically you can replace anything with a hard a yeah yeah so it works out pretty well anyway yeah so um yeah uh once again uh we wrote these lines for him this is not how he actually is blah 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 blah, blah. cry some more
Mm. So, yeah. Um, there was something else I wanted to, to mention. I can't remember what it was. Uh, oh, shoot. This was actually shot over like a couple different days um, just because of scheduling and weird things. And I think every every one of those days, it was sort of conflicting with Speed Racer. Yeah, and then we ended up not ever going to Speed Racer. No, Matt went... Very, very disappointing. Yeah, Matt went last night. Matt actually reshot the bit where he's hauling in the TV, and then he went to Speed Racer. It's, we shot the bit where he's hauling in the TV, and then we're there, and then he... And then the end of the video. Then we moved the camera and set up the establishing shot where I'm just sitting there reading the comic book. Then he left for Speed Racer. I made up the Cardboard Man comic book cover in Photoshop printed it out and then went and shot that one by myself because <laughs> he was like, I really got to go. Um, and then, yeah, we basically just sort of shot it all up and around the apartment, which is the joke there. And uh, as all the bits that are being fast forwarded, there's, let's just say there's a lot of, a lot of going to be a lot of bonus content for this particular video. Yeah. Matt's been way more effort than was probably necessary on preparing what he was going to say and do during those bits that are fast forward and he knew they were they were going to be fast forward yeah but he uh he really wanted to you know make sure that they were true to the character Mm -hmm. so uh yeah yeah i just really like the idea of of instead of actually talking to your roommate about it creating this like completely elaborate you know like some people you know write letters you know because it you know works better for them to like get it down on the page to get what they right, want really right. want to say out and you know you know some people just prefer to do things over the phone matt evidently prefers to produce a half hour long and uh like very complex um infomercial to explain uh what what is irking him currently mm, yes yeah so, i don't know i i find that uh, i find that entertaining so this is just one more uh salvo in the the battle between roommates grandma matt yes which uh i i realized uh average so far oh i guess we're in may now i was gonna say it's been about one a month because we moved in in january so it's been we did moving out bandwidth exceeded format war and then son of a bitch right right so which i like i like the sort of the the the, uh the arc I guess yeah, yeah. not that it's going anywhere, but I, I like the the you know the the whole Matt and Graham thing. There isn't necessarily a winner and a, or a loser, and there isn't necessarily like a good guy and a bad guy, or yeah. like a clean guy and a dirty guy, or anything. They're pretty much equally uh, dysfun- dysfunctional. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like that too, because it'd be no fun if it was just like like and and Matt wins every time, or or, or it's just or time. it's like Graham and his messy roommate or something. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, we're both totally screwed up. So, but just in different interesting ways. Yeah, I think that works out well. There's no uh, no references to uh, porn in this one. No, uh, yeah. yeah, true. No uh, Hollywood Hollywoodified or pornified Hollywood movies. Yeah, because I guess Bandwidth Exceeded and Format War both have references to porn. Yeah, could have, but instead of Cardboard Man, it could have been something else. No, it's true. Damn, that would have been good. Oh well. Next or time, man with a cardboard dick. I guess, <laughs> or iron cock man. I don't know. There's options, really. There's there's lots of options. Yeah. Yeah. You have iron and man both in the and both in the name. Yeah. I just love how like the last, the last two lines, uh, um, of the video oust them both as total hypocrites. Yeah. Because you know, Matt 
did borrow Graham's camera without asking, which is ostensibly worse than using someone's toothpaste. Yeah. Uh, and I'm upset about that. So I, was, I don't know. I like that. I, I think basically what happened is once you saw, like, Matt brings in the TV and you're like, hey, this is kind of, I wonder what Matt's doing. This is interesting. Turns it on. And after, like, the first 30 seconds, but you get the general idea, you're like, okay. And basically started ignoring it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I started fast forwarding. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, I guess what we are playing now. What What are you playing now, Paul? I've been playing some more Dark Castle. How's that been going for you? A lot better. Uh, one, I've gotten better at it just through dying mm. repeatedly. That's good. And two, as you continue, as you go in the game, it uh, it actually gets easier because, well, I don't know if it gets easier, but it, it gets easier to progress farther uh, because you pick up, you know, power ups uh, like shield and fireballs and stuff like that, and you also get more more lives. But the thing is, you have infinite lot, like you have infinite continues in it. But every time, like each sort of level is like a series of rooms, uh, and you're, you don't actually save until you get back to the beginning again, like back to the sort of ante room. Right. And so, if you run out of lives before you get back to the ante room, you lose all that progress. Uh, uh, and so, when you start out, you have three lives, and so you go fall into a couple pits, and you're dead, and you have to start again, which is really annoying. So. Now I have six lives, so I can fall into more pits. Nice. And get hit by spikes and get hit by uh, blades and arrows and birds and rats and bats <laughs> <laughs> and snakes and, and falling off things. That's a dangerous one. <laughs> it's the fall, falling off things is, is is the most common thing. It's the guy, uh, I don't know what his name is, uh, but the, your, your character really not good at with heights <laughs> like there's there's a tiny tiny fall where you you drop down and you're like oh okay i'm fine slightly larger fall uh you fall down and are dazed for like 15 seconds and then get attacked by a snake or something else yeah. usually where you go, <laughs> it's anybody who's played dark castle you know that sound effect very well. Yeah. Um, and then uh, anything higher than that, like sort of higher than like, I don't know, twice your body height. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and considering that a large portion of the game is basically jumping puzzles with platforms that move back and forth and disappear and reappear. That's sort you tend to fall fairly often. <laughs> Damn. And, his jumping is a little bit, he's got like two different jumps he can do, but they're very like, it's not like you hold down the button for different amounts of time to jump different height. It's right. like this jump will take you this far. So you got to make sure you're doing the right jump all the time. Wow. It's just, but it's fun. It's it's really good. And, That's good. Uh, I would recommend it. All right. So um, last week's podcast suffered some terrible audio glitches. So we're going to quickly rip through some ones that we touched on last week. I guess, uh, um, I guess it's, I mean, we don't have everybody else to answer the question. No, but we're just going to sort of give, we're just going to basically fill you in on what you missed. Uh, Jason878 asked, uh, have you ever uh, worried that after several days of answering questions straight on Desert Bus and answering all the questions you do on the Lyricast, you may eventually run out of things to be asked? And uh, not if we keep screwing up and have to... (laughs) Have to redo them. Have to redo them the next week. And the fact that the, I mean, the Ask thread is, you know... 25 pages or something. 25 pages long. And it's, it's just... You know, it's I, like it's like saying, "Will you will you run out of questions? Like, 
we've we long ago we ran out of actually loading ready run specific questions you know like how'd you get all the sort of basic questions yeah uh and so now it's just you know questions that you would ask anybody it's just yes and then two posts down from that lector followed up with should you run out of things to be asked what will you do with the ensuing surge of who would win in a fight between yeah, questions yeah. which is that's what would happen so uh dutch guy who apparently is from the netherlands asked if any of you guys have ever been to holland if so where exactly we have not but i'd like to yes very much. and have you ever flown in a glider or why not it's cool i'd, I'd like to try hang gliding and uh, I, I recall matt saying he wanted to skydive mm. uh i'm very much he in. said he wanted to skydive before he died uh <laughs> right right and then i believe we said something to the effect of like say two minutes beforehand <laughs> jokes are way less funny if you just explain that you did do a joke about, I know. It, about something. I know. <laughs> Trust us. When we originally did these and they were spontaneous, they were hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Paul's talk about Linux did make it into the podcast, so we're okay there. Um, Unclever title has a bunch of stuff about bears, which is kind of funny. I'm, um, I'm actually surprised in the podcast, the, the thread for that video, there's only like one or two people who were like raising big objections about my dissing Linux. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, Reverse Matt asked a question that I'm I, I'm sorry didn't make it into the podcast, which was um, as fans of Mr. Science Theater, which Paul and I definitely, definitely are, probably the biggest fans of the crew. Although, yeah. although uh, I'd say uh, Jer likes them a lot, and Matt finds them entertaining as well. But Paul and I are hella mm. misties. Uh, who do we prefer, Mike or Joel? Right. And um, the overall, or my sorry, my overall. Uh, feeling is that they're both really really good um but i i tend to prefer mike for the actual riffing on mm -hmm. the film yeah um and, uh, yeah it's and like the for me the host segments sort of vary i know you yeah I, I i really love joel's host segments yeah and you know they did the invention exchange and stuff yeah. and there's absolutely some just absolutely brilliantly ex inspired stuff totally crazy crap that they came up with mm -hmm. um and uh but i i think probably on on the whole mike's actual uh in theater stuff edged out joel slightly yeah i was watching some of the earlier episodes of mystery science theater from some of the early seasons and i gotta say um like they're funny but i really think that once mike actually joined the writing team and then later became head writer and then later still actually became the host is w when the overall sort of really hit the stride yeah really yeah. they really hit their stride and became really really funny and having said that i really enjoy uh riff tracks um it's uh like mr sense theater did like one of the things i mentioned last week is that uh you know it's mike's sort of era suffers a bit because it things started to go really weird near the end of it which was not entirely within their control because the sci-fi channel wanted them to have like a plot and they're like okay and that's when you get the really weird host segments with pearl and brain guy and right right all those those weird those weird things it was kind of sad when uh trace balu left because then uh, crow was being done by a different guy and dr forrester who i liked was gone having said that bill corbett who replaced him as the voice of crow did a great job yeah but, and but dr forrester was so good. yeah dr forrester was awesome and uh, i still uh listen a lot to the riff tracks uh which is um mike nelson and frequently uh Kevin Murphy, who does Tom Servo, and Bill Corbett, who did uh, who did, did later uh, Crow. Uh, having said that, Joel um, and Mary Jo Pell, who played Mrs. Forrester, and TV's Frank, 
and Trace Ballard, who did Crow and Dr. Forrester, and Joel Weinstein, or Josh Weinstein, I can't remember who, who they credit as the voice of Tom Servo, even though he ever did Tom Servo in, like, Mr. Science Theater's early, early, early cable access days, hmm. um, are also doing something similar called Cinematic Titanic, and I've only seen the trailer for it, and it looks like sort of... Um, uh, taking the Mystery Science Theater, like Riff Tracks Mystery Science Theater both started in the same place and then went in two, two different ways with the concept. Mm. Uh, sort of, uh, yeah. So it's I'm not sure about it, though. I mean, I've only seen the trailer, but I don't quite know if it's the stuff that I found the funniest out of Mystery Science Theater, but I'd be interested to watch an episode and give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I like, well, I love that the Riff Tracks, you know, they can do... Because they're just doing the audio, they can do... They can do any movie. Yeah, and they can do current movies, and they can do uh, movies that you just saw in theaters, and you're like, man, that movie was so bad, or even that movie was good, but it really had some funny stuff in it. Yeah. I know those guys would do, but they're not going to be able to do it for like 50 years. I was out of copyright. I really want to see Cloverfield. Yeah. That'd be sweet. So, now, next up, Unclever Title asked a question which by itself was not that hilarious, but what it was was, if you could have one ut only von ridiculously impossible martial arts-inspired super move, what would it be and why? And he says, I'm especially curious to hear Paul's response, because I think his and mine might be similar, so I hid mine in a quote. And Paul's response was something akin to a flying kick. Yeah, the, uh, the Liu Kang-style. Yeah, Liu Kang-style flying kick. Uh, you know, just like foot out in front, just, Yaw! because then you could use it. You could beat the people up with it, but then it would also be handy just to get around. Yeah, you know, just to get around. And what Unclever Title put in the quote block was, uh, it would be to have a flying kick that doesn't end unless I want it to or unless it hits something. In other words, a kick from which I do not touch the ground until I want to. Uh, that way I could just do a flying kick to go wherever I want it to go. <laughs> and it was really, really funny. So, so that that, also, that that part was totally unusable. Yeah, which made me really sad. Even though it was me talking about it? Yeah, well, because I was the one explaining the the oh, question yeah, and talking. Yeah. yeah, so unfortunate. Anyway, uh, Yamaro asks, "How many times did you watch the intergalactic music video before doing the sixty-four K bits?" And I believe Jer was there actually. So we were talking about how, uh, while the Beastie Boys were definitely a major influence for sixty-four K, it wasn't wasn't just them. Uh, having said that, um, once I figured out how to how to do uh, the the slow mo lip syncing equals fast motion movement. Uh, we really just sort of rolled with it. Yeah. Uh, King Cool asked, the LRR crew seems to all love Coke over Pepsi, which we do. Uh, no sense asking why. Apparently, you're a Pepsi supporter. Uh, there is no difference between American and Canadian Coke. Mexican Coke has cane sugar, um, but uh, no, Canadian American Coke is exactly the same, and it's way better than Pepsi. Um, I'm trying to remember where we actually... I think that's actually where we left off. Um, oh yeah, there's this question about mermaid sex, and what's the, yeah, what's the worst meal you ever ate is where we left off. So, uh, on to this week. Jason878 asks, if you were to become omnipotent for some obscure reason, as, as you do, mm-hmm. uh, what would you be your, fir- what would be your first order of business? Also, if you lo- used your godlike powers to become a dark overlord of the world, where would you create your evil fortress and what creature would you spawn to guard it? I get the feeling somehow that if if I be you know if you become omnipotent, I think my imagination for what I would do with omnipotence is very small. Like I would base like if I if I could you know 
alter time or, or create matter out of thin air or something. I think I'd pretty much continue on my normal life. Yeah. But just use it to do cool things whenever I wanted to. Yeah. But I don't think I would do any like taking over the world or anything. Because then, because if you take over the world, then you, you know, you have to deal with the world. taking over the world. You It'd be know? like the world's least bored, like, like the like the world's like most involved but least rewarding real time strategy game. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, uh, I, 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 I would be more interested in just kind of, you know, you'd probably like go, you know, go hang out, get like, you know, go to a cool 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 clubs and you know get go to parties and yeah. hang out with cool people and like like just sort of you know have fun but i don't think I, I would really be on the whole taking over the world thing yeah you know uh it's much more fun to you know to play around with the world and then have other people actually take be care in, of it, be in yeah. control you know if you're omnipotent so they you know they can't really do anything to seriously hamper you then it's fine. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, edit one more. What is your least favorite rock band song to listen to? Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't unlocked everything yet, but one that always annoys me when I'm playing it is Highway Star because it just doesn't fucking end. Oh, yeah. It just... Uh, now, I mean, there are songs that, like, go on forever, but they actually have some sort of a, a thing to them. Yeah, Whereas, like, Highway Star Highway just Star, repeats over it, and over it, again. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to end, and then it just comes back with a verse exactly the same as the other ones, and you're like, oh, God. Especially the drummer. It's just like, fuck, oh. Anyway, uh, Corey asks, any crazy stalkers yet? Uh, I wouldn't say crazy stalkers. We've had some people sort of maybe a little bit more socially awkward. Don't really know when it's time to perhaps say goodbye and go about their day. Yeah, but it's but uh, you know, you know, everybody's. Yeah, we're still. I think we're still at the point where it's it's very cool to be recognized oh, definitely, by people. Definitely. And so no one uh, threatening. No, no yeah. one threatening. Hopefully, uh, it'll be a while before we're actually into the area where people want to spend enough effort to threaten us. Mm-hmm. So. so that's something to look forward to. Yeah, your blank file asks. We all know Graham's and most likely the rest of the world's view of football. How is baseball seen or treated in Canada? Well, funny story. Um, you know, you guys have the uh, the World Series of Baseball. There's only two countries that participate in that, and they're the U.S. and Canada. So, nice nice World Series. Uh, uh, the World Series actually named after uh, the World Newspaper that sponsored it. Oh, really? Yes, it was, it was sponsored, originally put into place by a newspaper called, like, The World. The World? Yeah. Ha! Oh, that's fantastic. That's, yeah, that's brilliant. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know where the little backdoor came from but yes apparently that's so it actually has nothing to do it's like you know eddie is yeah is the world series which i think you won every year very good job good there. job yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh which is not actually true because canada does have two uh major baseball teams the montreal expos and the toronto blue jays and the toronto blue jays have won the world series twice i believe because yeah. i i and when when they did I tell you what, Canada was batshit baseball crazy. Because I remember, I think it was like 93 or something when the the Jays won the series. And Canada was like, fuck yeah, we love baseball this year. And then they lost and now we don't care. But yeah, no, like there's like, it's, Canada is very much about hockey. And baseball is very much an American thing. It's also um, like, there's so many baseball games in the regular season. Just so many. And unless it's like actually getting really down to the wire at the end of the at the end of the season, it is like one of the least interesting sports to watch. 
on TV. Like, I honestly, like, bottom, golf, above that, baseball. And yes, I rank curling more interesting to watch than baseball. Cricket, I would put below golf. I gotta say. Any, any, any cricket fans out there, I'm sorry, but... I just don't understand cricket. That's my Cric- problem. Cricket... The only cricket is like baseball that goes on forever. Yeah, like several days for a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's cricket is too easy. Yeah, but like unless it's actually like down to the wire, like really, really late in the season, there's just so much baseball and it's it's so not entertaining because it just drags, just drags. Whereas curling, you know, you're looking at it, you're like, okay, if they hit their stone there, knock that one over. Yes, come on. That, that being said, I don't really know what the World Series of, of uh, curling is like you know maybe they do have millions of games that we just don't know about i mean mm. curling is 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 at the popularity level where it's not even broadcast unless it's a big game right mm, i don't know i see it broadcast fairly frequently mm. more frequently than i would expect anyway so <laughs> anyway in general uh canada like you know baseball is your national pastime uh it certainly isn't ours uh there are a lot of baseball fans in canada we too have uh we do have two teams on, on like in your league, um, pretty sure, but none of the loading many running crews with them. No, league. by and large, Canadians not really big on the baseball, especially now that we have hockey in Canada. Cybern asks, "What popular things do you hate and why?" It must be hate. Why must it be hate? Why must we hate popular yeah. things? Don't hate love. Uh, I can't think. Popular things that I hate. Popular things. What's really popular? Uh, is I don't know. I really hate melon. Really? Yeah. I love melon. Well, there we go. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> well, we are at an impasse. Yes. I hate it's 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 like the it's like the filler in every fucking fruit salad in the world, and like cantaloupe, honeydew melon. I just don't like it. Really can't that's, stand the taste. That's it's, that's the part I like about fruit salad. I uh, can't stand it. Well, that's unfortunate. Luckily, I'll never have to put up with that. With I'll never have to put up with put up with that with Kathleen. Sorry, it was the two withs was confusing me. <clears throat> Let me try that again. Kathleen will never feed me melon because she's allergic to it. So, uh, which means she can't eat fruit salad either. Okay, nomadic question: Who did you idolize growing up? Can uh, we answer this one? Maybe? I think I think actually we did answer something similar to this a couple of weeks ago, yeah. And how would you want to be remembered by future generations? Uh, oh shit! What was that? There's a hmm. There's a thing that was like the best obituary in the world, or something, or like like the best possible obituary, which was like, uh, he died. In his sleep, uh, in his late nineties, from having too much sex. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how uh, I want to be remembered. You know, I. I've always wanted a cult following. I think that'd be fun. The interesting thing about the internet is, uh, you know, things going. If as long as things continue going reasonably the same as they are now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously we can't tell what's going to happen. 20, 30, 40 years down the road. But uh, it's entirely possible that some of the loading ready run stuff will still be floating around out there somewhere. Which would be pretty cool. Uh, and then what, I, what actually will be cool is loading ready run, but you know, it would obviously 
we may not be doing it at that point or whatever or we're, and then you know we we're dead or yeah. gone but then you know whatever the new replacement of the internet is and holographic technology or whatever they're doing they're probably going to have something like youtube right and then there'll be like people posting like hey check out this old crazy video i found that'd be sweet <laughs> yeah that'd be fun uh so yeah i hoping i'm hoping we get popular enough or we we get important enough and yeah that people would actually care care and sort of save our stuff somehow i like it all right uh eloman shah asks sorry for the long precursor precursor is i was given a pet lobster by one of my classmates in a video game design after he accidentally drowned it 20 minutes after buying oh one of my classmates in video game design after he drowned it 20 minutes after buying it so by pet lo- like he gave you a dead pet lobster? Yes. I use it to scare my flatmates by placing the lobster on a plate in a toilet bowl with a sign on its claws saying, Dinner is served. Enjoy your meal. I'm using an eel next time. Question is, as some of you have lived and still do live with each other, I was wondering what's the weirdest joke you've pulled on the other, and if you haven't, what would you do? Well, and Paul hasn't actually lived with any, no. with any of us. Um... When I was living with Bill and Morgan... Possibly for exactly that reason. Well, when I was living with Bill and Morgan, there was sort of a... I mean, Bill and Morgan had some back and forth sort of things that they do, and but they've been, they've been going on for years before they even actually lived together. Um, there was sort of an unspoken acceptance that that sort of shit didn't really happen, because if it did, you knew it would escalate, and you really didn't want it to. There's there's one of those sort of uh, you know United States Russia yeah Cold War situations. It is yeah. It was like you know like you know, fear of reprisal. Yeah yeah like we'd occasionally you know like do things to uh, to annoy one another, but never any sort of elaborate pranks or things like that because there there was no question like there 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 would be retaliation and it and it would be at a higher level. It's I mean the of course I think we've sort of mentioned it before. The other problem with these kind of things is that. Uh, at this stage in the game, if someone was going to do that, not only would they have to figure out how to do the prank, but then they also have to figure out how to film it appropriately. Because yeah. no one's going to go through all the effort of doing a prank without shooting it so we can use it for the site. Exactly. I mean, and I mean, there was stuff like we did, you know, there was like the, the plate and the, the, the metal plate and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't really a roommate yeah. thing. True. That'll be on the uh, season four DVD, by the way, which is coming soon. Um, if you're wondering what, what Paul is talking about. Next yeah. question. Hey, cool. Oh. question. Oh, weird. Um, I, I think that I can't quite read that. Is that E C O C D? I believe so. Yes. Eco C D. I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm an American curler living in Chicago. Do any of you curl? If so, you're my new favorite loading ready run member. Would you be willing to travel sh- to Chicago for our men's bonspiel, which, for those keeping score at home, means a curling tournament? Uh, it's open bar. You can crash at my place, and I'll treat everyone to sec- to a second city show. Sweet man. Oh, wow, that was posted on the third. Darn it. That's like a month ago. Oh, well, well. Uh, I as, have curled. As we mentioned previously, yeah, curling is quite act- quite cool, actually. Mm-hmm. I personally have not curled. I've curled once. It went okay. Uh, Kathleen, actually, was just at... Uh, she works for Kinder Morgan uh, Oil and Gas uh, Company, and um, they actually just hosted a bonspiel in Calgary. And uh, she was there. And her team didn't win, but they had a lot of fun. So she she played? Yeah, yeah. So I guess she's your new favorite Loading Ready Run member. So there you go. It seems like, uh, you know, ice, sticks, big, heavy uh, rocks, open bar, maybe not the best combination. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe you just can't fail. 
Uh, okay. Um, okay, I'm, Woland asks, I'm confused. I thought you didn't have the bus anymore, that it died or something. If that's a lie, I'll take the opportunity to ask it whether it's more trouble than it's worth. Uh, it's definitely more trouble than it's worth. It is still technically around. We do have it. We're looking at probably selling it. Yeah, so uh, if you guys want some a piece of loading range memorabilia, it's enormous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and most likely still works, but is uh, used a lot of gas. Yeah. Uh, the Inc. asks, has any crew member, particularly Kathleen, listened to Muse's harp yet? H-A-A-R-P. Yes, she has. I believe she thought it was pretty cool. I'll have to ask her about it, though. And I do not have any allergies. Kathleen has the aforementioned allergies yet. Melon. Um, I don't know if anyone else has any allergies. I'm trying to think. Uh, butter chicken, much as I love it, disagrees with me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not really an allergy. Uh, Vaughn asks, why ostensibly? Because I like that word. It's a good word. Really? You thought you were, we were when, making oh, up words? He says, when I first started listening to podcasts, I thought you were making up words. Ostensibly is a great word. Also, on the next page, Jason878 asks a question you won't want to see. You've been warned. Oh, it's an edit. I was like, yeah. wait, how, how does he know? Dun, dun, dun. We're not going to get to the next page for a while, so that's yeah. waiting. We'll probably have forgotten you gave that warning. Yeah. All right. Um, what are the crew's views on Scientology and the protest group Anonymous? I haven't heard of the protest group Anonymous. They're uh, not a protest group. No. That's really wow. Anonymous it mean is the general sort of it okay, there's a website called 4chan. Oh shit. Yeah. What is this? Is no no. There's a website okay. There's 4chan, right? And it's anonymous posting. And if you post without putting in a name, it just posts under the name anonymous. Right? So people who go to 4chan refer to themselves in the sort of the collective they refer to themselves as as anonymous. Yeah. And they have a history of basically being dicks on the internet and doing things and stuff. A bunch of new users have sort of flooded in, because the site keeps getting bigger, flooded in recently over the past several months and sort of taken the attitude of, we have all these people, let's do something good with it. Which, Which is, is completely against the... Completely against the, what 4chan was... 4chan is about. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of people who are really against that, of course. And the thing is, you know, even when they try to do good, they sort of suck at it. So... The protest group calling themselves anonymous is some users of 4chan. Um, so yeah, it's basically just bullshit. Yeah, it isn't. Yeah, they're they're not a protest group. It's the people who use 4 like 4chan does not actually endorse this pro all this these protests, but they like show up outside the Scientology offices and like with like wearing like Guy Fox masks because that's like a joke on 4chan, and they like make 4chan jokes and stuff all the time, but no one knows what the hell they're talking about, and they call themselves anonymous and tell people about 4chan, except everyone else on 4chan is like, will you fucking stop that? Because it's actually a very small percentage of the user base, and wow. it's really, it really dumb. It's like a really misguided thing to be doing. It's, yeah, it's really, really stupid. It's it's like if... it, it Basically, it would be like if you and 12 other people from the Loading Ready Run forums went and started protesting Scientology in the name of Loading Ready Run. We'd be behind you, but uh, you wouldn't be actually speaking for us. You'd just be claiming you are. Yeah, to answer the second part of the or the, the first part of the question, uh, I have a lot of problems. With I, I I I I'm have you know Scientology to me is definitely uh, you know definitely a cult and stuff. 
Uh, that being said, I mean, if you're you're in Scientology and you find that it works for you, whatever. I mean, yeah, I guess fine. I guess you know, fine. Um, no matter what you say, it's not going to convince me to go to Scientology myself. And uh, you know, Scientology is most definitely a seriously messed up thing. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out that uh, as a geeky kid, um, I I read a good chunk of L. Ron Hubbard's uh, science fiction. Oh, yeah. He's a science fiction author. Not very good. No. If I was going to join a cult started by a science fiction author, I would choose somebody, you know, Isaac Asimov. Yeah. Uh, you know, some somebody who's got some serious uh, science fiction cred behind yeah. him. Yeah, Neil Stevenson, you know, perhaps. Neil Stevenson, yeah. Ian M. Banks. You know, some somebody who's really got, you know, at least then, you know, the literature would be good. Yeah. Uh, but L. Ron Hubbard, not even a very good science fiction author. No. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, Scientology is ridiculous. Yeah. So, Jackie asks... See South Park episode. Yes. Interested to hear you talking about concerts in the podcast, having just bought my tickets for the Reading Festival and super stoked about the lineup despite it being five months away. I'm inspired to ask this question. Do you have any big music festivals in Canada and indeed local to you? And if so, have you ever attended them? Just recently, there was announced that over in Pemberton near Vancouver is going to be the Pemberton Music Festival, which uh, I guess they thought that it's no fair the... uh, West Coast of the U.S. having all these awesome festivals. Why not let the West Coast of Canada have some? Mm. And there's some pretty big names there. I don't, I don't recall all of them offhand, but I know that uh, uh, Nine Inch Nails, Jay-Z, and Death Cab for Cutie, at least, are going to be there. Nice. Uh, Jay-Z, that's ridiculous. So, yeah, that's a big one, and it's pretty nearby. And I would I would go to it if it wasn't like $350. So it's because there's a ton of people, and you, it's, you get... You, you get a spot in the campground and you stay there for days. And so, right. It's a whole thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, would you attend reading given the opportunity having looked at the lineup for this summer? Well, readings in England. Uh, but let's take a look at the lineup. Rage, well, Rage Against the Machine, the Queens of the Stone Age, the Bratellis, the Enemy, Surge Tankian, Taking Back Sunday, Anti-Flag, the Shambles, the Wombats, Vampire Weekend, Less Than Jake, Pennywise, Goldfinger, Day two, the killers, block party, rack on tours, we know scientists, Jesus Christ. Tenacious D. Nice. Manic Street Preachers. Justice. Fuck yeah, Justice. Yellow. Good lord. Metallica. Slipknot. Avenged Sevenfold. Alexis on Fire. CSS. It's, it's kinda cool. They've 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 divided the days up by sort of uh like genre, it looks like. Like Sunday is definitely the uh the angry metal day. Uh, Saturday is sort of yeah. Wow, I would fucking totally go to that if you know I was in England and had the money. So there you go. Will any of you be undertaking the Radiohead Nude Remix project? They've taken the track Nude down to its five cores and released them on iTunes. Huh. That'd be kind of cool. Will and ask, what do you think are the odds of actually finding the Torin Marine in StarCraft Two? In the actual game, I think very little, but I'm pretty sure that when they uh, remake Dota, as I'm sure they will on the StarCraft II engine, that the Tauran Marine will show up as a unit. Yeah, it's, it's you know, knowing uh, Blizzard, it's probably in there as an Easter egg somewhere. Yeah. How do you feel about LOL cats? Uh, they're funnier than they have any right to be, yeah. usually. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, in games which include nuclear bombs as an offense strategy, like... Uh, real-time strategy games do you use them if so do you feel even the slightest pang of remorse he says um, i do in civilization 4 but not in starcraft uh no no 
hey, the Zerg are assholes, okay? They just uh, what's coming to them. And yeah, I mean, usually the games build in, you don't have to have shield remorse. Like, Civilization usually penalizes you for using nuclear weapons. But, oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, uh, I know I know Civ 2, which is the last Civilization I actually played, uh, it didn't penalize you by, like, killing your points, but it would you it would leave fallout all over the place. Uh, and so you'd have to have people cleaning up your fallout so that you could actually build farms and stuff again. Hmm. All right. Um... <laughs> if you had to call Matt and have him tell you what a fucking goon you are because you bought multiple copies of something for continuity purposes only, what would that something be? Inspired by when Matt bought the Legendary Edition of Halo 3 and an extra copy because the Legendary Edition case was black and wouldn't go with his collection of games and cases and call Graham to be harassed about it. Uh, so what, the, the, so question, it's, the question it's, is... It's, the, what would I buy to go and be to call Matt and be harassed about it? Yeah, the question is... Like I don't, I don't think there's any way Matt could harass anybody about that, just because he has <laughs> he has so little ground to stand on. Yeah. Uh, but what is something that you would collect with the same fanatical devotion that Matt does? Hmm. Um. I collect I, I collect a lot of DVDs, but all those cases are totally different anyway. Final Fantasy action figures. Possibly. Stick fives. Maybe. Um. I can see him. I, I can see me wanting to get like if I had collected like a bunch of different seasons of something, and then they came out with a box set, and I wanted to get that. That'd be the sort of thing that I'd probably be like, Matt, tell me not to buy this because I already have all of it. But you, if you the problem with Matt though is you phone up there and then he's like, Matt, tell me not to buy this. He's like, Why? I just bought it myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, that was bad. You're supposed to tech, talk me out of it. Yeah. Uh, Graham asks Heathen. You frequently make excellent attempts at at a received pronunciation accent, but since your mother was a Scouser, or Liverpudlian, not an insult, mm, thanks, Liverpudlian. Uh, are you able to manage any more regional, and therefore, at least from our point of view, realistic accents, such as, for example, a Liverpudlian, a Mancunian, Scots-English, or maybe Cockney? Um, I don't actually know what those accents are. Now, this is the thing. I know that there's a ton of different accents in England, and I've heard a bunch of them, but I... Just offhand, just hearing just hearing you list those names off, I wouldn't be able to say I know exactly what a Liverpudlian or a Mancunian accent is. If if I heard it and then you were like, that's a Mancunian, I'd be like, oh, okay, I know that accent. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. that's oh, okay, that's Mancunian. All right. I just, I just don't know what they're actually called. It's, that's what I find so, uh, you know, fascinating about England is that it was, it was sitting there, you know, by itself, isolated for so long mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, you have... You have more distinct accents and regions in England than you have in all of North America. Yeah. Like, Canada basically has, like... Three or four accents, yeah. Well, I mean, it's basically just got Newfies. I mean, really. Well... If you, I mean, you count you Quebec, do, if you count Quebecois, but... Well, ignoring the fact that they actually speak French in Quebec, you've got the Newfie, you've got, like, how, how we speak. You do actually have, like, in the plains, you've got, like, the, you know, the whole good day... Uh, here, up here in Canada, eh, the Great Wet North. I have yeah. actually heard people yeah. talk like that. Okay, okay. You know, but uh, it's but you know, saying that all Canadians talk like that, like I've said before, is the same as saying that all people from America sound like they're from Texas. Yeah, but but it's but you know, in in England, it's so concentrated. Like and, you yeah, know, it's amazing. England is basically slightly larger than Vancouver Island, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, England is not very big, but it's so concentrated. So you know, like they say, there's a thing in uh, My Fair Lady. Where uh, the uh, Henry Higgins is saying, you know, uh, I can by listening to a uh, 
a, you know, a phrase somebody says, I can pinpoint uh, what town they grew up in. If they grew up in uh, London, I can pinpoint what street they grew up on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, it's, um, yeah, the only uh, ones that I can actually name offhand is um, I know the uh, uh, the West Country accent because Bill Bailey talks about it in his stand-up saying that all the hobbits in Lord of the Rings talk with a West Country accent. Right, right. They're like, oh, Mr. Frodo, going to Mordor. Yeah, yeah. And how you don't see many many West Country war correspondents. You know, like, well, I'm here in 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 uh, Ramallah and Yasser Arafat won't come out of his compound. <laughs> Which I like. Uh, and then there was um, the other one, uh, which I remember offhand, is... Um, oh, I just had it. It was from another comedy thing. Uh, oh, yes, from uh, The Fast Show. <laughs> Hello, where are Cockneys? So that's actually a... Uh, that, that's actually a joke, because that's not actually the Cockney accent. Yeah, that's actually more of a, a really sort of upper class. Yeah. Um, it's born within the sound of the Bo's Bell, don't you know? Cockneys, eh? Yeah, I don't know. Which, what the, I don't that's know, why. That's I don't why, know what that sort of that that sort of that that's the sort of typical. Yeah. What what people you know immediately go to when you hear the like. Yeah. Well, say, say, yes, indeed, rather. And whereas most of them. I don't. Know. I don't know what that accent is actually called, though. I'm not sure either. I'm sure there's, you're going to be able to tell me. There's a. That's. Uh, I think that's why British sketch comedy has a leg up because if you need to change a character, just like fuck, pick an accent. There's so many of them. It's uh, there's an absolutely fantastic thing you probably see it up on YouTube of uh, Peter Sellers doing an interview, mm. um, and the interviewer is like, you know, stop doing a funny voice, do your own, you know, speak with your own accent, uh, and he's like, oh, what accent do you want me to speak with? And then just goes through every single, like, seamlessly switching between every single accent in England. It's wow. crazy. I'm gonna go watch that. Yeah, it's really awesome. It's only like a couple minutes long, but it's very cool. All right. So, uh, we have successfully managed to talk at you for 50 minutes, even though it's just the two of us. And I could use some dinner, so uh, I think we should uh, wrap that up. And I'm gonna go home and finish <laughs> finish exporting the video because apparently my computer sucks. And upload it, and uh, you will have by now enjoyed and fallen in love with it all over again. For the first time. Yes. So, uh, until next week, reporting live from the Loading Ready Run World Orbiting Underground Bunker uh, slash headquarters. We really need an acronym there for that. Uh, Can we get wound in there? World Underground Wobe. That is wob. <laughs> wob. World orbiting underground. Wob. World orbiting underground bunker. We'll find something out. We'll get back to you on that one next week. Come up with a suggestion. You can, you can, you can, you can. This isn't for a rank or anything, but give us a suggestion. You can, you can play with the words a little bit. It doesn't have to be bunker necessarily, but. The two important aspects is that uh, we are in outer space orbiting the planet uh, from an underground bunker. Yeah. I. Yeah, so Godspeed with that, and we'll talk to you next week.